it would be boring to be I hate you, I hate you, I hate you every day. So it's sort of taken my thoughts in a different direction, hopefully in some ways a more productive one than just being mad and scared. Welcome to Focused as Fuck, Friday, May 19th, 2017. That quote was a little taste of an interview that I got with another daily creator who I got to talk to yesterday. But first, I'm here in a new Apple store, three days in a row, this time on Fifth Ave. I'm making it my personal mission to record in every single Apple store in the New York City area. If it sounds a lot clearer, it's because it is, because now I'm recording from my home studio. I ran into a problem at the Apple store. All the recordings that I took with preamble, sort of setting up the interview, were recorded by a beautiful little pond in Central Park, one of the most beautiful places I've been in a long time. But the levels were way too quiet, and this cloud-based editor that I started using, Soundtrap.com, just doesn't have the filters that the thing that I normally use, Audition, Adobe Audition, have. So I wasn't able to bump up the volume. However, I found a digital tool that I'm going to experiment with, but not today because I've got to get to bed like ASAP because I have to be up at five in the morning tomorrow, four 30 in the morning. Oh my God. I have to be up so early for this uh, half marathon tomorrow. But long story short, I found a cool new thing that I'll be experimenting with over the weekend Auphonic.com that supposedly is going to automate like leveling and making my sound clips sound amazing. Uh, and for pretty cheap. And I fell into a really bad rabbit hole. I'm supposed to be in bed already. But b- basically, I am going to potentially be able to get automatic transcripts from the Google robots uh, for like super cheap. But anyway, I digress. I'm going to l- come back, bring it back to uh, to this interview that I want to share with you. The pitfall in listening to the following interview is going to be to hear it as a political one because it's not really my interest in talking with this gentleman was to understand his process around something that he's taken on doing every single day for i think over 80 days now which is to write a letter to a representative in our government uh, actually the speaker of the house paul ryan i actually have no idea the party affiliation of the guy that i talked to i, I wasn't interested in that as somebody who puts work out every day and runs into the challenges of needing to come up with ideas and running out of time, like I had a lot of logistical questions for him and, uh, and just it was curious about what motivated him to get into it and what he's been learning out of this whole process. And I know that in episode two, the, my birthday episode of this podcast, I sort of had a dismissive comment about Trump's immigration bullshit, I said. And if I could go back, I would be more specific and not as flippant because I can see from the downloads there was a huge drop off between the second and third episode. And it wouldn't surprise me if it was because people were turned off by what they perceived as me getting political and what I think of as an immature moment. I think that I have valid concerns that I could have expressed in a more useful way and it's something that i really admire about uh what this gentleman's project is sort of forced him to do over the 80 days he's been doing it it sounds like in writing a letter to paul ryan every day and i assume that he's more on the liberal side but probably more on the moderate side than uh somebody might assume from hearing this interview but that's again not 
the point. What I really admired um, in listening to this person talk about his project was how writing these letters was forcing him to change his mind and see this person that he initially had such strong feelings towards uh, and, and maybe judged to see him as a person and come to find common ground with this person. I love what I've been hearing Cory Booker talk a lot about in the podcast. He's a, a senator from New Jersey, uh, which is, you know, to be a patriot, to love your country, you really can't go very far without also loving your countrymen. And that's something that I think is a needle we are going to have to thread as, as a nation, as Americans, if we want this experiment to, to trundle on for another 200 plus years. And I'm interested in that. I think that there, there is a way forward as much as it is not necessarily going to be perfect for you know either side. And it's not just like there are two sides, but it, it has been feeling increasingly polarized. But anyway, this is about daily creation. And I want you to listen to this as an interview about daily creation, not about politics. So I hope that that makes sense. I'm going to shut up and I'm not going to edit this down because I don't have the time. I need to go to bed. So uh, yeah, uh, without further ado, check out this interview. So I'm here with a fellow daily creator. Uh, this is a, a good friend of a good friend. Yeah. So this gentleman's name is Sam and he, uh, why don't you tell me, tell the people, what, what are you up to? Uh, so, uh, I'm working on a project where I write to Paul Ryan, the Speaker of the House, uh, every day. So I've been doing it since February, and I think it really came out of the... Um, uh, I, I started, I think, close on the heels of the immigration ban order, the first one that was announced. And uh, like a lot of people, I felt very scared and very helpless, and uh, I wanted to have a concrete action that I could take, and uh, the project sort of grew out of that impulse. What was your hope with writing the letter every day? For like, what do you want to get out of it, or, or a result were you interested in, or were you more interested in the process? I think I was interested in two things. I think the uh, one I really wanted to document what was going on. I had this strong impulse to sort of, at a time where it felt like there was the America that I understand would seem like it could change a lot pretty quickly. I wanted to sort of create a daily record. And then of course I also wanted to focus attention where I thought, you know, I think the decision to focus attention on Paul Ryan really came out of the idea that that's an important inflection point and that's probably the next kind of chance we're going to get is, you know, in midterm elections in 2018 and so if we're going to think about the trajectory of the country, we should be thinking about that. So you've been writing every day. Uh, what do you feel you've learned about, period, what do you think, what have you learned, what have you been, like, been discovering? One thing that's been really interesting is uh, how, I don't want to use, uh, the word therapeutic is probably overused, but in a sense it has been, I think, because you, when you do something every day, you can't be scared and angry every day. You have to bring something new a little bit every day, and so every day I think you make a discovery of your own relationship to what's going on in the world. Uh, and so I found that I've spent a lot more time than I would have thought really trying to relate to my correspondent, who is Paul Ryan, and understand how he sees the world because it would be boring to be I hate you I hate you I hate you every day so it's sort of taken my thoughts in a different direction hopefully 
in some ways a more productive one than just being mad and scared. How about as a writer? You know, it's an interesting form. Uh, I think writers can be control freaks, and so to have a sort of daily deadline is frightening in some ways and liberating in others. Uh, you sort of have to be comfortable that you're going to get what you get every day, and uh, sometimes that's what you hope for, and sometimes it's not, but uh, it sort of is kind of, I guess, a nice analogy for how we have to show up in politics every day, whether we feel like it, whether we're happy or unhappy with how things are going. We're still in this country, and we can't really help it, you know? Do you, Have you run into days where you really didn't want to write, and how do you deal with that? When I'm really stuck, I take a lot of solace in my reading, so on days where I really feel like I have no connection to this guy, and I just can't think of anything to say, I find something I don't want to share with him, so, you know, uh, I've done some cutting and pasting of passages from the Greek Stoics or from Macbeth, the, uh, from founding documents, you know, so there's a lot of things you're like, I feel like I can find common ground with you, it has to be here somewhere, so now probably he's not on my reading curriculum exactly, but still there, there's, there's a hope there, you know, this connection that I want to find. What about days where you just like had a lot to do, at, like if you run into like not feeling like you don't have enough time to write the letter? and sit down and get it done, and how do you deal with that? There, are, there have been periods where I'll write ahead a little bit if I'm traveling or something like that. So, uh, you know, sometimes I'll write, you know, maybe I had a couple of days and mail them to him day by day. Uh, although the risk of that is sometimes events get out ahead of you. So, uh, you know, do some last minute revising. But, um, so yeah, the workflow is an interesting challenge of, you know, but I think I sort of think about it in week by week blocks. I sort of am thinking, do I have, you know, a kind of reasonable flow of material for the week that's coming and I take it from there. Any other, I guess, like to wrap up, like, what's the thing you most think about when you think about your daily commitment to do this? I would say I'm now approaching my 80th letter and I would say you can do this stuff if you just get started. You really can get involved and for me it's been empowering to just sort of start and get deeper into the project and see it develop. Do you think you're going to start, stop anytime soon? Uh, he hasn't written me back yet, so I can't stop yet. This has been Focused as Fuck, brought to you by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Music in this episode has been by Junior85 from freemusicarchive.org. And I'm your host, Zach Valenti. If you love this show, there are four ways to show it. Number one, share it with someone you think might love it. If they don't listen to podcasts, show them how to download it. Number two and three are to leave a rating or a review. A rating just being like a one out of five stars and a review being that plus maybe a little paragraph, which is awesome, on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Now, I'm counting the ones on iTunes, and if we hit 200 by the first Sunday in May, which is just a couple weeks away now, I will do another 30 days of Focused as Fuck. And the final way is to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That's the best way to make sure you get every episode. If you think it'd be fun to hang out with me live, guess what? You can. Every single Sunday, I host Self Care Sunday live on my YouTube channel. Go to Zach.live, hit that subscribe button, and when you do, you'll see a little bell icon that you can press to set up notifications. Join the notification squad. It's a cool thing to do and the best way to know when I'm going live 
and when I upload new videos, which I do sporadically, so that's the best way to find out when. I'll be going live this coming Sunday with a surprise podcaster guest and a new feminist comedian friend that I recently met that I think you'll enjoy hearing from. So tune in at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be an extra long stream from about 12 to 2.33. Uh, So yeah, I look forward to seeing you then. I hope you can make it. And as always, thanks for listening. And until tomorrow.